Minneapolis, 911. What's your emergency? It's another episode of Minneapolis 911. Welcome to today's show with your host, the mayor of Minneapolis After Dark, L.A. Nick. And along with him is beautiful and hilarious co-host, comedian Hesley Ray. They'll be bringing you the 411 and 911 of our beloved city. It's L.A. Nick with another episode of Minneapolis 911 with my beautiful and funny co-host, Hesley Ray. How you doing, Hess? I'm good. How are you doing this week? I'm doing good. I think you're... Uh, no, you... Like, I... We were just talking before we came on, and I have understood that you've got, like, a lot on your mind again, which always kind of surprises... That that came out wrong. It doesn't, surpri- <laughs> it doesn't surprise me that you have a lot on your mind, but you always have a lot of... A lot of information about Minneapolis. The show is all about Minneapolis. I, I feel like I have a lot of weight on my shoulders. I, you I, seem I, a little downtrodden. I feel. You know what? I, I am. I am. I am. Well, tell me about it. There's just so many. This weekend was just depressing. Everything I saw was just depressing. I feel it, like I could uh, be the counselor to and, you, and, and, and then to our greater. It, it started. Audience. It started with this. So every, anybody who knows me well knows that I'm a car freak. I love cars, and. I'm the rain man of cars. Like, I took out the first word of, of that fr- the phrase. So everyone who knows me knows that I'm a freak, is what I heard. <laughs> no, I'm a car freak. I love, oh, okay. I, I so love, you love automobiles. Yeah, I love old cars. Okay. Yeah, like cars. really old? Yeah, any kind. Okay. Any, any, anything pre-75-ish. Usually pre-75. Usually, so if it was usually, like 1978, no, no thank you. Well... Not too many. Had to be something rare. Yeah, seventy-eight the, the 70, was a bad year well, for cars. Se- well, seventy-eight Monza, Chevy Monza Spider. I would take one of those, but they're hard to come by. But anyway, so this weekend was the big car show at the fair at the fairgrounds. It's one of the biggest in the nation, and people that build those cars, they spend like ten years building a car and and spend like a hundred. I mean, it's not uncommon to spend a hundred grand on a hot rod. It's not uncommon. Which fairgrounds? This our fairgrounds. Oh, like St. Paul? Yeah. Like the, Oh, yeah. okay. I didn't know Minnesota it was fair. And it's like the biggest in the nation? It's, no, it's one of the biggest, though. Okay. It's a big car show. It's Did thousands and thousands and thousands of cars. So it's a bunch of old guys, like, tooling around their hundred grand cars. Street rods. Okay, right. street, street rods. Okay, of, it's, right. a, it's called the Street Rod Nationals. Sounds super so, cool. So anyway, over just, just sat, uh, between Friday night and Saturday night, over nine cars were stolen at a hotel parking lot. And these, so people come out and their their dream that they built their whole life is gone. And and, they, and and the people that were interviewed were from Canada and from faraway places. And they come. Faraway places and, like Canada. Yeah, well, that's pretty far. <laughs> I mean, the dry. The, 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 Land of fantasy. To bring your show car down to Minneapolis, St. Paul, to the Twin Cities to show your show car and then wake up in the morning and your show car is gone. I mean that, that sucks. Suck, eh? and, and I'll tell you, I have I have I have a personal story that I sold a show car. It was a thir- it was a sixty three and a half fastback Galaxy to a Canadian who happened to be one of my best friends, and he got deported out of America to back to Canada because he was stealing other no street ca- rods? The, no ca- oh, okay. the Canadian government came to my house and asked is, is no they did not yes they did and they said they said do you know J- Jason Constable I said yeah he, he's did they right. say it like that or were they like did you know yeah 
And, and they said, Constable, they told to him, they told him, you have to come back to Canada and start working and pay to taxes. Go back to Canada. They don't pay taxes there. They're, yeah, okay. No, so, so anyway, they're loving. He asked it's the me, land of fantasy, he, the faraway he, special place. He asked me before he left, he goes, I have one favor to ask for you. Would you sell me? I had two of them, a black and a white one. He said, would you sell me that black 63 and a half Galaxy? And I had I had about 35 grand in that car. I said, I'll sell it to you for exactly what I have in it, 35 grand. And he bought that car from me. He packed all mm-hmm. his stuff in it, and he drove to Toronto. And I said, call me when you get home. He called me when he got home. And he woke up the next morning, and the car was gone. How did and he get over the border? The car was gone. Somebody stole it. And oh. I spent... You know, two years redoing that car, and I was sick. It wasn't even my car anymore. You were sick, and I was about sick about it. it. Yeah, so, but that started my bad weekend. Well, that's that's and, a lot of uh, that's and, a lot of sadness then, that and, you're dealing with right I now. And then I heard about the Delano's Pizza guy. You know what? We we do need to talk about that actually because Andrew is his name, and um, yeah. And yeah, I, I do want to actually, we've got a 911 call about another delivery driver later in the show, which I, I hope that we, um, the, the listeners, stay yeah, it's tuned. Been, it was a bad to. weekend for pizza delivery guys. Well, you know what? Here's the thing is the Delano's story kind of hit close to home. I live in Uptown. I have for about six years now. I knew the guy. You know what I mean? Like knew him. Right. You know. Well, you know, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, said like, I, I knew I knew him right. and he was a very, very good guy and hopefully pulls, i don't know last I, don't know I heard he was in critical condition what's Ho- going on last i heard he was in critical condition hopefully he pulls through I, I don't know i heard critical condition what do you this think morning. is going on though like here is my question and, and i might be like i might be thinking outside of bounds here and this could be very controversial what i'm going to say but i i don't know like if there was something else going on if the delivery drivers are delivering other things like no, why are they being targeted no, right now no. like what is happening? It's a guy like, in a car. It's a yeah. guy. It's a guy in a car with money. Oh, so you Come think on. it's just a, like plain and simple burglary, like plain the, and the, simple robbery? Of course. But somebody got hurt. Do, do you somebody will shoot you in the head for twenty bucks in this town. Happens on a weekly basis. I mean, I they, they like, somebody will bust your literally crack your skull for your cell phone that they're going to get eighty bucks on on the line for it. They'll crack your skull wide open. You know, like here it happens every single day. Here's the thing. Okay, so you and I have talked about this before. I've talked about this with uh, with other people. I can't wrap my head around doing that at all. Well, you're different. You you have a different mindset. That's but, why. But how do we share that mindset with people who can wrap their heads around it, who are doing it? Well, there's two different groups of people, and I talked to black I, and white. <laughs> No. I'm just kidding. There's two different, I'm sorry. There's two That's di- too soon. Sorry. I think there's two different kinds of people that do it. Addicts that have to have money to buy dope. And then just plain, bad-behaved criminals who will do anything to not to work and get money. And, and, and then right after the Delano's pizza guy got shot... A, a Domino's guy got his car jacked. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And and that was just somebody who probably just wanted a ride somewhere, and they didn't want to deal. They just said, "I'm taking this Domino's delivery guy's car." I think that you're right in the sense that I mean, if people are on substances and they're, you know, chasing the dragon and and they they need their fix, right? Then they will do whatever it takes to get that, and they will do, you know, they will go to any means and necessary then, to the, get the and money. The, and then you just have your plain, that. then you have your just plain evil demonic criminals. So you think that people are actually like 
like you believe in a sociopath, like a sociopath. I mean, I I guess I do too. <laughs> I, I don't believe it. I does, know. I know. How does that exists. happen? Are they born like that? Like, nah. do you believe in nature versus nurture? I think they're they're not born like that. Well, I think everybody's born with bad behavior, and you have to be taught good behavior throughout your life. But with not ever being taught good behavior ever, then what do you do? You so go that, totally bad. That I mean, that kind of satisfies what you've said in previous episodes about you know actually you want to go into the education system like you know teach people young and like yeah get these good kids, behavior you know get these kids young and so that they learn that there's another way i still i mean i i think maybe i'm naive or or maybe you know i'm i'm not looking i i just i can't understand hurting someone else or taking their life i just i can't okay here's an example yeah this happened yesterday a guy got off the bus and turned around and threw a glass bottle at the bus driver's head. Well, that well, bus driver was not being nice. And so, like, I, yeah. You don't know I, that? I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Like, I mean, sorry, but, 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 who too, would but do? who would do something like that? I don't, I mean, I guess if, like, if he was drunk or something, like, probably, right? Why, why is he having a glass bottle? What the there, heck? And, and, is it 1955? Was had, it a Coca-Cola she bottle? Had, she had to get medical attention. To me, there's just no excuse for that kind of behavior. It's just non, it's unexcusable. Period. It's Period. inexcusable. Yes, I agree. Period. Yeah, I, Period. I completely agree with you. I, okay, so this is, like, weighing on you. I can tell that it does. Well, that's not, that's not what's weighing on me the most. Okay, tell me. There, there's a new rash of on you you have a rash <laughs> i don't have a rash okay there's a new rash going on in minneapolis of car to car shootings so cars people in cars shooting at other people in other cars oh and th- this weekend there was multiples and it's not a couple shots there was one on university avenue last night that went two blocks long one one exchange of fire was 25 rounds. The next exchange of fire was 20-some rounds. And, and, and they caught them. They, they actually caught them on 94, which I, I'm blown away that they actually caught them. But they did catch them on, on 94, and they found the guns. And so that happened last night. Thursday, I think it was Thursday or maybe Friday morning at 4 p.m. in the afternoon. There was two cars shooting each other, multiple shots, like 12 in a row at each other. And a fire truck just made the turn, and they, start, they were still shooting at each other. And the fire truck took a bunch of bullets. So to have that going on... On in broad daylight in yeah, Minneapolis, I, something's wrong, man. There's a problem. There's a problem that, that nobody's talking about. So you're not going to find any solutions. Yeah, you know what? Like, he, here's the thing: is uh, we are like we do our show very near where the the multiple rounds were fired on University and 27th. Couple correct? blocks away. It's a few. It's a couple blocks away. Like that's where we are right now. I did not know that this that would happen so close to us and um it is happening every night what what you're saying because you're creepy and you listen to the scanner all night because you never sleep um you're saying like this happens all the time and you know like the rest of us meaning me like we need to wake up and realize that it it happens it happens every day and there's nothing in the papers i mean those that shooting they were only reported if a person is actually hit or killed the Lano's pizza thing is reported because he was he got shot but like that shooting of 50 rounds fired off university that won't be in the Star Tribune 
And that is really terrifying. So I'm, I'm just imagining, like, I mean, people who are not engaging in drugs and crime. The, the, fire, like, truck, the, just, fi- the fire truck made the paper because a fire truck got hit. Right. But the one yesterday didn't get any Star Tribune because nobody got hit. Then I wonder, like, how much, I mean, how much can the media do? That? Like, we're, I think that your point was, like, doing the service of, of highlighting these things. How much can they actually do if it is happening this much, though? And then how much do you highlight where you're not you know feeding the negativity you know like i agree it's it's a fine juggle it's a fine balance you can't be all negative but we have a drug war going on that's what's going on and after break i'm going to tell you some stuff about the drug dealers that i talk to and what's going on and why it's going on you talk to drug dealers well, how how I wanna, you like? I want to like. Not, I don't want to. Well, yeah. I should. mean, I want to hear more. Like, I, I guess I want to hear more if if they're telling you real facts and things like yeah, that. Sh- I would love to hear you, that side of it. Why? I want to tell you. I mean, why they're here? I just here. saw them on Law and Order. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why they're why they're where they're at, why they're dealing where they're at, and what they're doing. This is what I want to know. Yeah. So when we come back, yeah. with this and more, Minneapolis we'll nine back in a minute. We'll be right back with more Minneapolis 911. When your child has trouble and challenges in math, it can lead to problems at home or school and low self-esteem. Mathnasium is here to help. At Mathnasium, we take time to fully understand your child's strengths and weaknesses and create an individual program tailored to their needs with the Mathnasium method. Your student will understand math, and when you understand, you don't have to memorize. Unlock your child's potential and open up their world to the wonderful puzzle called math. Check this radio website, Keyword Math. At Mathnasium, we make math make sense. Wow, Betty, your remodel looks great. The dining room floor, the gorgeous plush carpet in the living room. Oh, and those kitchen counters are so perfect. I'm so jealous. I want this in my house. Linda, you can. It's easy. I just called Cap Carpet and Flooring and got a free in-home estimate. Then took my ideas to the showroom and Cap's excellent design staff went to work, helping me pick out the perfect style, fabrics, and colors. They really made my ideas come to life. At Cap Carpet and Flooring, we listen to your ideas. And from design concept to Cap's professional installation, Cap makes it easy for your design vision to come to life. Whether it's a remodel or a new home design, Cap helps our customers find the best products for their lifestyle. Hey, Linda, where are you off to? Well, I'm off to Cap Flooring and Carpet. I got great ideas for my guest room. Hey, wait for me. Cap Carpet and Flooring in New Brighton. Stop in or call for an appointment today. 651-636-2617. 651-636-2617. Cap Carpet and Flooring, where design becomes you. You want great hair? Join the evolution. Evolution Salon, the Twin Cities only Lanza Concept Salon. You want great hair? Join the evolution. Evolution Salon has everyday styles, event cuts, color, foils, makeup services, hip, cool, and oh, so stylish. Delivered by the area's top hairstylists that will make you look like a runway model. Finish off the look with great products exclusively from Lanza. You want great hair? Join the evolution. And experience hair culture at Lynn Lake in South Minneapolis. You're listening to Minneapolis 911. I'm L.A. Nick with my co-host, Hesley Ray. And we're back with Minneapolis 911. I'm Hesley Ray with L.A. Nick. We were just talking about drug dealers and our 911 calls. Tell me well, tell me more. Uh, you know, the 25 shots fired in one block and then 25 shots fired again a block later yesterday. That just, when I heard that, I was just, I was just blowing my mind. That this rash of car-to-car shootings is happening 
on a daily basis. And you won't hear anywhere on any news unless somebody's hit. And that's why you heard the fire truck one, because they got hit. And that's why you heard the Delano Pizza guy, because he got hit. He got shot. So they only report people actually shot. So I started talking months ago to drug dealers in Minneapolis and gang members. And just to bring us back for one second, we do have these calls, and we are yes. going to listen to them later in the show yes, as well. Yes, we have these 911 um, calls, and we're going to play them. We're and you do have on, on your website, Minneapolis911.com, you've got all the dispatch calls yourself as well. And so, like, you're streaming live all the time that, that yes, people you, can get they can there. scroll yeah. all the way down the bottom of our website, Minneapolis 911, and all the way at the bottom, it says Police Dispatch. And just click on that. It'll take you to another thing, and then you hit the play arrow. It is really interesting. So, I mean, like, Nick, I, I make fun of you, creepily listen to them all, like, 24 hours a day in my mind. Like, I know you don't really do that, but in my head, like, you're always sitting there, like, golem in your well, face. Well, if, hey, hey, if, if I'm home, the, if I'm oh. home, the police scanner's on. So, I mean, but but I I would say that, yeah, p- listeners can go to the website, Minneapolis911.com, right, and listen to them, too. So this all led you, like, you're, you're upset about the crime in the city. You're listening to all of this. You're becoming more aware. That led you to talk to drug dealers, or were you already talking to them? No, uh, listen, like, they, listen you, f- you have to remember what I look like, and... <laughs> and, and, and and then I'm pretty well known. In well, that's I, I guess that's another thing for listeners. I I would urge you to look up LA Nick and like just. just I mean, I can't like we'll I'm our, sitting just, right next to him. I can't look at him without like <laughs> turning around and crying, laughing. Like it's not. You're not. You are funny to me, but in an, like an endearing way. But but you do kind of have that like rocker well, what look I, like you know no, like, I'm, a rocker. I'm a rocker if if i were selling drugs i tried to sell some to well you. that's what i said that's why i told i'm a friendly and f- by I'm the a- way do you want some later no. <laughs> I'm, I'm a friendly face to a lot of kinds of people so a lot of those guys when i walked in Henman, they they all say hi to me plus i'm pretty well known downtown i mean everybody knows how i nick downtown so they all say hey what's up belly nick I so mean, they, but people like from Hibbing maybe wouldn't, but Hibbit? if they hit bit, <laughs> hit bit, call back to our previous episode where he called Hibbing, Minnesota, hit bit. Oh, I've never heard of Hibbing, um, so. Yeah, but I mean, they, they might not know you, but downtown, I would say you're a, you're a fixture. I mean, like people, you know, like. Yeah, I mean, I've had to start the cover Star Tribune twice. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I remember they, you know. back in the day, like, you know, I would be like, oh, there's LA Nick and take a so, picture so with they, you. Yeah, so they come up to me they go, oh, they, and, and they all try they to give me. They do. The drug dealers do. Yeah, well, not not just drug dealers, even just, just I mean, I've had drug dealers, I've had, everybody comes up and talks to me. But I ask these drug dealers questions. Uh-huh. And I, and I ask them, and I ask relevant questions, like, and they tell me things that blow me away. Like, they, this kid told me the other day that he sells dope downtown. It was because, a child? Oh, yeah. Okay, so uh, like to, how old? Do you I think? would consider him a child, sixteen or seventeen. Well, that is really young. Okay. He, he's he's slinging dope downtown because it's safer than slinging dope in North Minneapolis. Okay. And well. he said it's dangerous in North Minneapolis. I could get robbed there. <laughs> I mean, he's got a point. He's a smart drug dealer. But so I started meeting more and more of that group, that particular group of kids. Okay. And they said, we don't deliver to the burbs because the popo and the burbs spot, and that that was was his quote, spot us quickly and pull us over. 
I suppose. I mean, you don't go to a diner and try to sling. I don't even know that. Like, I'm a mom. So, like, I don't know the terminology, but yeah. No, and I this mean, kid, this kid's got slinging like slinging dope and the burbs. This and kid, the you know, he's, he's got he's got the ya. typical, you know, the 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 '78 Cutlass Supreme with 22s oh, on it. Yeah. So, like, you know, you drive. He's cool. If he if he's gonna drive up into into you know a diner or something, he's gonna get pulled over. You know what? I'd pull him right over. I'd <laughs> so, be like, "You're up to no good, so, Sonny." So they sling. They they have picked downtown. And, and university because the college kids do drugs. Mm-hmm. So now you have this turf war going on in the college area and in downtown. So that's why you have cars shooting each other. They see each other and they go. Is it all Cutlass Supremes? I don't like just <laughs> you know what? rash of Cut- Cutlass Supremes you know shooting it's- at each other. So then I should avoid getting that Actually, type of it's car. not. Believe it or not. You hear a lot of minivans. Really? Yeah, minivans. Hmm, that would be a good cover. Actually. Well, you know the kid. That kid the other day is the four-year-old who got shot in the minivan, and the, fa- and sad, the father's yeah. going. You know, he he was the one shooting at another car, and right. then then that car shot back at him and killed his kid, and he took off. See, this is why I don't drive a minivan or a Cutlass Supreme. But I mean, you all this what? stuff. Don't do it. Th- just all these stories are heartbreaking. They are. I don't mean to make light of it, but I would. I would say, you know, nobody should be driving around a minivan. That's gross. So like, th- my my point is, the majority of our crime, especially these shootings, are drug related. And and just like I told I told commander of police of first precinct, I've watched this pattern, listening to police dispatch for the last six months. It's just the fact that they're drug related. So are the drug dealers doing drugs? Two? Like, have they gotten so used to it that they can be sober? Are they sober and they're just like I think, making I think, everyone I think else? I would say it's about about a seventy percent not doing drugs. Really? And probably about thirty percent of them do do their own drugs because they have to like stay kind of ahead of their people, right? I, I, most drug dealers that I've talked to do not do drugs. See, that's interesting. They smoke that's an weed. Interesting they fact. smoke weed, but they don't do heroin. I mean, they're selling heroin and crack. So most of them don't do it. Hmm. But they're dirty are, bastards. You know what? If you're gonna sell your product, you should do it too. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know, I, I don't I think if I worse. were selling Cutlass Supremes, I would drive one. And so, you know, like they should just get on board. <laughs> I'm I'm joking. But I mean really, I mean so they're all sober and then they've got all these like addicts and that's really sad too. And so then then I wonder, like, are we doing enough to um, get people off of drugs? Like, well, yeah, that's offering the, well, enough? The, the people buying it are all white. The people buying all the drugs are no. white. Yes, they are. You think, okay, who's at the university, the people at, at the University of Minnesota who are using these drug dealers? I bet there's at least, like, two Hispanics. Or a bunch of rich white kids. I mean, maybe, no, I think, I think there's and a you know what, couple. You know what, you know what's... But maybe they those you know what maybe because they know better and so I then I personally the know the white people are th- just dumb. I personally know just in the last two weeks two people that have voted on heroin. I personally know that's scary. Yeah. So we and we were talking about that um, because I had I had oh uh, dude they're dead they're gone gone just a bartender who was a bartender right downtown really yeah she's gone. She's gone. She was that a really, really nice girl. And really you know what? Sad. She's she's somebody that I would never, ever, ever 
Ever. Is it just, I mean, not just. But, but I would never, it, I would never think that she would ever be a drug user in okay. a million years. And Nancy told me yesterday her, that the autopsy just came back and she had a heroin overdose. I'm like, no way, no the, way, they, like, no way. Here, okay, again, naive, but I'm assuming some of our listeners might be like me. Don't, don't they have like tra- track marks or something like that you would identify it depends what kind of what you're doing if you're doing oxycontins or you're doing fentanyl but you were talking specifically about heroin and so like that well it's all opiate me, opiate based that's so all opiate. it's all heroin overdose. okay okay if and that is you, scary. you can just do a fentanyl patch it's still a heroin overdose and that's what prince uh that's what prince was, was doing. using yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that is really sad and scary and i i would say too that that from what i've heard and again this is like based on what i've read and i don't have like i don't know but but i think that often people will use alcohol to help that opiate go into their system more right so they'll they'll have an opioid and like they they will take a pill or something and then also have a drink to help it kind of Right. I mean, isn't that yeah, right? Usually. And then the the confrontation between alcohol and the drug or if they're, you know, using other things. I just stop the heart and then they stop breathing. And if you're not breathing and then the heart, you know, like, I, I just want to bring the light that and I, and people can say whatever they want about me. I, don't, I could care less. And I do. We have a huge, huge drug problem in the city of Minneapolis. We are infested with with heroin and opiates. It sounds like cockroaches to me. It is. It is. Like, it, it is like cockroaches. It really is. Yeah. It is like cockroaches. They're it's festation. So what uh, do you have like a magic raid spray that we could? Yeah, use? people. You know what? You know how you get rid of drug dealers? How? People stop doing drugs. <laughs> Yeah, but then you're talking to the dealers, too, and so... No, I'm saying, I mean, if people stop doing drugs, guess what? They'll have no more drug here's dealers. Here's something interesting, though. We, we, like this, for the first time in the history of our show, we actually have a guest t- tonight yep, calling in. Yep. Um, his name is DJ Phoenix. He works in downtown. Yep, he's a staple DJ. He's a staple he's DJ, a staple DJ um, and also somebody, you know, well acquainted with the community, well acquainted with what's going on downtown. I'm really interested to hear what he has to say, too, because, I mean, we, you and I can wax poetic all night about what we think. But I really like, I mean, and you're on the ground, you're you're seeing these things, too. Yeah, but I I'm really the love the idea of hearing a new um a new mindset yeah, based I'm on, on the, all of this. I'm on, yeah. the, I'm on the street downtown nightly, but it's downtown. I don't know the rest of what's going on in Minneapolis, but I know what's going on downtown. And it's not You know it, your and, ward. And it's not pretty. Mm-hmm. It's not pretty. Yeah, and I yeah, I I just look in the mirror and it is pretty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was out I was out uh both nights this weekend and you party animal. It, it's it's just, I wonder what tourists think. But, I mean, but but then, again, like, we've talked where you're just and like, you know what, a, Minneapolis is coming this around, is my, and we've got the stadium, like, well, the no, energy no, is no, high, there's, like, No, there's, there's, there's a lot of good going on. The problem is, it becomes irrelevant with with when when you have a 20-person fight on 7th and Hennepin. You're right. It becomes yeah. irrelevant. It becomes irrelevant. I don't care how nice whatever you build. It becomes irrelevant when there's 40 shots fired in a corner. Right. I mean, it's just irrelevant. It, it, it doesn't... They can build a Taj Mahal. It doesn't matter when there's people shooting at each other. I don't think they would build the Taj Mahal <laughs> here, though. That seems... 
Indian. But I mean, it does. It, it, and, and this is where I say city council's in a bubble and they're delusional, thinking that, that they're going to build all this nice stuff and it's going to stop crime. And that's, they actually think that. And you're saying, like, but we have a cockroach infestation. And I mean, I, I guess, like, again, though, like, the solution is what? Stop the dope, stop the, stop the crime. How do you stop it? Well, we're the, we're the only city in America with. 400,000 people that does not have a drug to err gang task force. So that would be a start. That, that would be a little, a little bit of a start. Could I be on the gang task force? Do you think they would hire me? They, you'd be great for undercover gang I task force. I think I would be so good. People would be like, oh, that's sweet thing. She's not going to. And then I would just go in and be like, hey, sell me some of that dope. Well, and I, they would I, be I like, do, here do, you go, and then I'd catch them. You know, you know Minneapolis, this is a, a fact that I give you about. Minneapolis used to have a, a gang and a drug task force, and they got shut down because of corruption. So well, we're we'll talk, talk about, about that this after more, the yeah. yeah. You're listening to Minneapolis 911. We'll be back in a moment. A unique and inspiring dining choice. That's Bank Restaurant in downtown Minneapolis. Housed in a beautifully restored circa 1900 bank building, it's the perfect place for a casual breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Featuring modern American dining, where fresh local ingredients combine with a historic yet revitalized setting for a truly unique dining experience. A four-star surrounding with a casual price. Whether it's a power lunch, lunch with your girls, or romantic dinner, Bank Restaurant is a lively and effervescent new way to dine. Don't forget to check out the Gold Bar for exotic drinks or the adventure of the extensive wine vault. All the more for you to enjoy a casual lunch or a night on the town. Bank Restaurant at 88 South 6th Street in downtown Minneapolis. Call 612-656-3255 for reservations. That's 612-656-3255. Or go to this station's website, Bank, where four stars meets casual dining. Forty years ago, owner Gene Dubois and his friends sat on his granny's front porch step and discussed cars. Matchbox cars. This one? No, not that one. Look under here. That's damaged. This one is dead. Cool. No one else would have seen that. Yeah, this one is perfect. And 40 years later, they're still discussing cars. Only now, the cars have grown a little. This one? No, not that one. Look under here. That's damaged. See? This one instead. Cool. No one else would have seen that. And this one? Yeah, that one's perfect. How about this one? Fact is, anyone can sell cars, but to sell quality, inspected cars, you have to know what a quality, dependable car looks like. And when you've got Gene and his team, and all that experience, you can't help but win. Star Auto and Truck Sales not only sells you the car, you also get friendly customer service and no-hassle shopping. And because these are hand-picked, quality, mechanically-fit cars and trucks, just like on Granny's Porch 40 years ago, you get honest value. Something hard to find in today's world. Star Auto and Truck Sales at StarAutoAndTruck.com Look down the street. It's a car. It's it's a truck. No, it's Super Shuttle. Super Shuttle, the blue and yellow vans that pick you up from your office or home. Super Shuttle to the airport, corporate office, or a night on the town. Super Shuttle picks you up and takes you there. No more hassling with luggage or airport parking. Eliminate the expense of taxis, the traffic jam, or that creepy guy on the bus. Call Super Shuttle today. 1-800-BLUE-VAN. That's 1-800-BLUE-VAN. Super Shuttle will pick you up and take you there. It's Minneapolis 911. I'm Ellie Nick, back with my co-host, Hesley Ray. And uh, we were just talking about car-to-car shootings 
this episode. And you were talking about a lot of uh, a lot of shootings. crime going on. And, and uh, what I ha- I actually have the police clip from the university shooting, University Avenue shooting, which is a couple blocks from where we are right now. So it's University in 27th, uh, from what I heard, and yep. and it it was horrifying. You said like well, 25. Just, just what like so what happens then with the the. Is it like a semi-automatic? I mean, when you said twenty-five rounds and then twenty-five more rounds, does yeah, that what kind of gun? Multi- like, they have multiple guns. Oh, okay. So they that when they, so they, when they, you they, say twenty-five rounds, it's not just from one gun. It well, no, from the, multiple. The, the, I think that uh, P thirty-five Ruger's is the I think the highest uh, nine millimeter which holds fifteen rounds. I think I don't think you can get any higher than that. And they don't, they don't even sell that gun anymore. So they, they had multiple guns. So they're just pulling out guns, shooting, you know, 12 rounds at a time. So, this is scary. So, I mean, so well, that just, just it's happened. Scary. It's just scary because they're shooting from car to car. So anybody who's driving down that street or walking down that street, I mean, I mean, and then the day before they were shooting car to car and the fire truck made the turn and the fire truck took a bunch of rounds. So that's just can't, that can't be happening in our city. And from what I heard when we were talking about this particular call, which we will listen to in just a moment, um, is that that this is not new like this is no, one example of happening. many it, that you're it, hearing it, it, it happens every day it just it will never get reported on any news station or any newspaper unless somebody's hit until it, today now the fire truck right? got reported because I mean, the fire truck got hit it. and then after we play this clip i got a, i got a friend uh, dj phoenix is going to join us on on the show today and uh get his perspective he's a downtown staple dj he's downtown all the time and, uh, I'm let's... excited to hear what his thoughts are just uh, again, and I'm going to ask him my stupid Minnesota white girl questions. <laughs> I hope that he is okay with that. But, He'll be okay you know, with that. I think that I can speak for the voice of people who, who might be a little naive to what's going on because we're not downtown every night like you party yeah, animals. Yeah, he, he can roll with anything. He'll be good with that. All so right. Let's play that clip, the shooting clip. Multiple shots fired at the intersection of University and uh, 27th. And uh, an SUV go uh, south, high rate of speed. I couldn't really get a description. Um, and then another uh, just a regular sedan went uh, westbound on University, high rate of speed. Probably fired 25 rounds, so I think they were probably shooting back and forth at each other. Copy across the area, University 27 southeast. Union, Charlie, we got a gun on the front. Captain, gun on the front. 
So that that is an unbelievable chain of events that you have two cars shooting multiple 25 rounds per car at two different intersections right in the in the college in the U of M. I, it's, so, it's, it's, yeah. And you'll never you, you will never hear this on the news. Never. You can look it up on any news station. That's direct right from MPD dispatch. You can't deny. It. You can't lie about. It. You can't say it didn't happen. It's right there. I mean, you could lie about it if you wanted, but I mean, it, the, this we just listened to the call and it, that it, it, is it, what it is. It, yeah. And, and you know what? This is what's going on in the city of Minneapolis. Like it or not, this is what's going on in the city of Minneapolis. And if if somebody doesn't start doing something about it, it's just going to keep getting worse. It's not going to stop. Trust me. I've been in cities. I've seen this movie before. It does not end well. It grows fast. What's the name of the movie? <laughs> Should I watch it to just well, get acquainted my with movie, what's going on my, here? My movie what? that I have seen it was was called South Florida. I watched it happen in Miami, and it it it's, it doesn't didn't stop. Miami too, you said was you know because the spice route and the turned into the drug route, and like you know Miami turned into this drug city. You're you're saying that we Minneapolis are, is turning into the same type we, no, of we are thing. the we are the drug route. Thirty five W comes from Mexico right to us, and and. Thirty-five W goes to Mexico. Yeah, straight to Mexico. It does. Yeah. Oh, I guess I've never been on it that long. Then maybe I didn't know, but yeah, I mean. And, but but once Texas looks, does right it turn into different type of thirty-five? Like, no. so it's not. Is right, it thirty-five W the we're whole gonna, We're gonna get. We're gonna do one more call, and then we're gonna go to our guest DJ Phoenix. And this is the the pizza one we were talking about yeah, earlier. The, yeah. The, so, but this is Domino's. Delano's pizza. Delano pizza driver got shot, and he's in. Last I heard, he was in critical condition. I don't know what his condition is, so I'm not going to say. I, I have no idea, but I know that he was in critical condition. His name is Andrew. Yep, his and, name is Andrew, yep. and uh, he got shot. But he got shot at 3 o'clock in the morning. This guy, the Domino's pizza driver, got his car jacked. Let's listen to that clip right now. Was it right a now. Cutlass Supreme? No, <laughs> I doubt it. Avenue North, Domino's pizza driver, had his car stolen. Robbery business, ladies and Brian Avenue North, on Hill 2. So that was... Uh, you know, it was a bad weekend for pizza delivery guys. Yeah, I would say <laughs> time to strap in and, you know, like watch your P's and Q's if yeah. you're delivering pizza. And I honestly, like, I, I mean, pizza it seems like a really nice thing to be bringing to people. You know so what? Why are, you, you know, I mean, because they're carrying cash. You know, is that what you're thinking? Oh, that's why the Delano's guy got, and it was 3.30 in the morning. He got, he got shot for carrying cash. I wonder if there's like. He, they so, said, I mean, the report was he robbed and shot. I mean, is there like is there a different way that we could protect them where like they're dropping off their cash at you know like after nah. each you know like I don't I don't know like I, they, I don't they, listen they carry very little cash the guy got shot for probably twenty bucks How um do you listen know? We're, we're we're gonna go to our guest now and uh, this is DJ Phoenix he's a staple downtown Minneapolis and uh, I'm glad to have him on the show are you are you with us Mike Yes sir can you hear me good Yeah can hear you fine I can man Hear you. Nice to have you on. Thank well, you thanks. so much for for waiting and uh, for being on our show tonight. Oh, it's my pleasure. Uh, I'm actually on. I'm actually on a charter bus coming back from my conference in Louisville, Kentucky. 
And I'm just listening to what's going on here, and I'm like, you have to be kidding me. I know. Wow. It's it's ridiculous. So this is something, too. I mean, like, you're downtown, it sounds like, frequently. I mean, you just went to Kentucky. What was happening there? Like, did you, I mean, what did you do in Kentucky? You know what? In Kentucky, um, I'll give you a brief synopsis of what I did in Kentucky. I was um, down at a leadership conference. One of my business teams uh, is Leadership Team Development. Uh, this is an education system that I'm involved in, and it, what it does, it helps with leadership, um, it helps with just prosperity and life. So this is, these are the people who I surround myself with on a daily basis to be able to get myself into a right frame of mind, uh, because I'll be honest with you, uh, before I got involved in the system, I was a 29-year-old homeless young man with two college degrees downtown when I first met you, Nick, at seven. And... Five short years have passed, my friend, and I am a living example of what happens when you surround yourself with positive, like-minded people who actually want to strive and succeed in life. Um, so it was really interesting to hear that that was going on in my city while I was out of town. Man, I'm heartbroken by this, man. I, I can't believe it. It's, uh, it's happening daily. I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not like once a weekend. It's, it's, it's like every other day. And and it's all what breaks my heart the most, Michael. It's all it's all very young kids that that they're they're just down the wrong path. They're just they're, they they don't they don't get it. They don't get. They're all gonna they're gonna either get killed or they're gonna go to prison. I think the thing. I was one of those young people. Yeah, I, I, that's I, kind of where I wanted to to get into right now. Is it sounds like you really were able to change things by surrounding yourself with positive people by surrounding yourself with uh positivity and that's kind of what we're missing i think when people feel down like down and like they're at the end of their rope they tend to create they tend to uh be surrounded by more negative people at the same place as they are and then more likely probably to do these things yeah. shoot at each other right oh, yeah. that is, that is i remember so I, I remember being a young kid and my grandmother told me you're only good as your three as your three best friends i mean that's just <laughs> well i feel really lucky right now because right now my uh my four best friends are our producers back here you and uh now dj phoenix so well, glad to have him I I, I I i would love to get dj phoenix literally live in the studio and talk about what we could do with our youth and and how to how how to make improvements and how to get these kids on a different path because he did it so he, he did do it yeah i mean i mean and like really i mean listening to you speak right now you're very i mean you do kind of embody that like hey i i was in a bad place i was 29 i was homeless i was not you know i was not in a good place at all and i was able to turn it around here here's what i did to do that um and that is a it's a beautiful lesson and so i i really hope that you stay with us longer this is you know i'm i'm really grateful that you came on the show tonight and yeah you know miss lynn i'll say i'll say this to you and i'll be blunt when i say this um nick anytime you need me brother you don't hesitate to call my phone I I, I I never hesitate to call you, man. What about me? Can I call your phone? <laughs> yeah, I don't you know your call, number. But I, will, but I will, but I will forward you to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I want to talk to your wife too. Actually, yes. Hey, yes. Uh, hey, 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 uh, DJ Phoenix. We're gonna take a quick commercial break, but we want we want you to stay on the line. We want to ask you a couple more questions. Hey, brother, I'm here as long. All right.
Having trouble getting it up in the bed? Relief is now available with no pills, pumps, or embarrassment. Topper Easy Lift is here. With Topper Easy Lift, you can raise your truck bed topper to new heights for easy access and storage of ATVs, canoes, wood, brush, and larger-than-normal loads. Topper Easy Lift can give you the maximum increase of your truck bed, opening from 3 feet to almost 5 feet for easy access from the back or the side. Topper Easy Lift comes complete in a box made of lightweight quality materials. Topper Easy Lift is durable, strong, and easy to install with your own tools. Press a button and Topper Easy Lift's four high-quality gas actuators raise your truck topper. Topper Easy Lift will make your next camping or hunting trip a cinch. Just raise the topper for a portable room, so never have trouble getting it up in the bed again. Get Topper Easy Lift and rise to the occasion. Check this station website for more details and accessories or click on EasyLiftSystems.com. Get Topper Easy Lift. You'll love it, and the ladies will too. On the air with Ricky Rocket. Ricky, you just finished your farewell tour. What's next for the Rocket? The answer is simply. What? Simply self-storage. They've got it all. Both traditional storage from IAMS equipment to climate control to help control extreme temperatures, dust and humidity for my famous guitars. And talk about safety and convenience. Computerized gate access, 24-hour camera surveillance, and on-site staffing. Simply self-storage. Visit them today at simplyss.com. You have definitely made the right choice. It's about higher standards. It's about lower prices. It's about time a car dealer treats you the way you want to be treated. Welcome to Perfect 10 Auto Sales in Spring Lake Park at 926 County Highway 10 Northeast. At Perfect 10 Auto Sales, it's about never having a dissatisfied customer. The Perfect 10 philosophy means taking care of you before and after the sale. Higher standards, lower prices, and value start at Perfect 10 Auto Sales. Use keyword value on the station's website for more details or at perfect10auto.com. And we're back with Minneapolis 911. We got uh, DJ Phoenix on the, on the line with us tonight. And uh, I want to ask you, Michael, I, I know that you're your you're father, you have a son. And uh, how, yeah. how old is your son? You know, I, I have two boys. Oh, two? I, I thought you just had one. I, no, you know what's crazy? I got two children. I, um, I have an 11-year-old that I just got done seeing for the first time uh, last weekend. Wow. And, I ha yeah, it was the first time in eight years, brother. I actually got the video on my Facebook, man. But that's that's again, awesome. You know, bro, it's, it's just another example of what happens when birds of a feather truly flock together. Period. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you're stepping up as a as a dad and, and making that reach and making that connection. Oh yeah, that's what we do, man. When you are a man, men and males are two different people. And again, it takes a leader to be able to get on a platform such as this to talk about necessary issues and not just hide in the background. So, so everybody has I guess in my opinion, Nick, and this is between me and you, brother, I love you, you know, anytime we talk, anytime we get together, even if it's just for five minutes, we always find a way to figure out a connection point and we connect. I appreciate you, man. Thanks, man. I agree 100%. I always connect with you. But I wanted to ask you, your, your other son, that's, you, have one, you have a son here in Minneapolis, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What do you, what do you, do you guys talk about 
these issues, these because a lot of these issues are young kids doing these problems, doing these things. Yeah. Do, do you yes, guys do. do you guys talk about these issues and and? Yes, we do. So what yeah. do you say? So I, I've got two little girls at home, and I, I just sort of keep them in the house. You know, like, we don't talk about any... Like, I'm, I'm passive Minnesotan, where we just don't address it, and I just try to hide them in the house. You actually have these conversations, and what do you tell your boys, then, about how to be men? Um, You know, it's a team effort. You know, my wife is very, very instrumental with uh, the growth of our kids. And one of the first things that we tell them is you, uh, I know we're on the radio and I know we have to be very formal with religion and all of that, but we're very God-led people. And I would never shade that side of what we do. So the first thing we tell them is to use your common sense. You know, you are a young black man in America and you are going to have to make decisions not only for right now, but for the rest of your life, even as well. And a, bi- a, big, um, adv- a big advantage you have is that you have that family unit that, yes. that, that, that a, lot, a lot of people don't have, and it's, it's, it, it, is a, it is an advantage to have a mother, father, children. It's a huge it advantage. Is. It is. I didn't have my father. Uh, my dad died when I was three days old on the operation table, but uh, the father of my brother's, uh, he took me in, and one thing that I've always provided myself on, especially more so now, is I I want my children to learn what an example of a man is from me. Not from Facebook, not from Twitter, not from Instagram, not from Snapchat, not from the media. I want him to be able to look at his father and say, hey, this is what I want to be when I grow up. I want to hang around my dad, and I'll be the first that. That's one of the main reasons why the violence is as thick as it is. And you're hearing this from a black person, Nick. And you know me. You know I'm gonna keep it honest with you. Uh, I know you. You're always you're always keeping honest, man. I th- I think that uh, it, it is interesting though to hear your take on. Uh, you're leading your your sons to be. Uh, proud about who they who they are and to look at you as a role model and I think that is something where to next point the family unit we we have kind of lost a little bit you know where we're not all parents are feeling proud about themselves right they're on their phones to your point too Facebook Twitter like you're not engaging with your children you're just you know you're living kind of in in your own feelings of not feeling proud about yourself maybe maybe you've had issues yourself and and not being that great role model where I think that when you have children or, or even just being an adult you have to lead you know like Nick you I think that you've taken a great interest in our youth you know and in, in the youth of the city and you want to lead them to not make uh, mistakes where where we're hurting each other we're you know we're living uh, with what we're seeing right now so well, there's, there's, there's just no excuse for violence I mean doesn't solve anything no excuse at all. And Zero. One of my main things, especially, you know what's crazy, is that right before I did this interview, I actually spoke to about, I said about 55 people on this bus. And one of the things that I brought up was being able to attach yourself to somebody who actually has what you are looking for in life and actually having a mentor there to help with that. I have great mentors in my life. You know, one of my mentors... Uh, his name is Matt and Elena Grootwald. And these two people have been very instrumental in my life. They're millionaires. Uh, they've been millionaires for a long time. 
But one thing that they are teaching us and one of the brand names of our team is helping people live in victory. And in order to live in victory, you have to know what freedom is. A lot of people don't understand freedom because they've never tasted it. You're absolutely absolutely right because the government never let them have freedom. Because once once you're in once once you're in the system, you never have freedom. There's no freedom in that system. Well, I'm a felon. I'm a drug no, I'm felon. saying no, I'm saying once you're once you're in the welfare system, there's no freedom. Yeah, <laughs> that's not yeah. Fr- that's not freedom. It's not. And and I don't, you know, brother, we could have a whole night about that. But I came from the system myself. You know, I came from you know food stamps. I came from welfare. You know, I came from, you know, the block where there were shootouts on there. I actually shot people. I shot at people. You know, what's crazy is when I first got around this team, the first thing I had on me, I was like, white boy, I don't trust you like that. But I had, you know, $25,000 in my pocket. Yeah, it's, a, it's a tough it's tough, man. I, I I've been there too. I was in the drug scene in L.A. It's it's, I, it's. I've never. I mean, you've you've actually like shot at people, and you've been in. Like, I never shot people, but I was in the drug scene, so I've seen it. I've been around oh, it. Yeah, and that's what I was just hearing. But but again, like you were able to turn it around in in such a beautiful, positive way. And I'm hearing you speak right now, where it it sounds like you are fulfilled and you're doing things that actually bring back to society, bring back to others. You know, you're, you're acknowledging other people. You're, you're realizing that there is no reason for something like that. That's kind of like those steps between something that I can't imagine. I, I can't imagine shooting yeah, you're, you're... a gun. Like, so like, that's where my mind is, but, but you were there and you were able to turn it around and that's such an amazing thing. And I think that's kind of what I'm interested in and probably what other people need to hear right now. We're going to cut you loose soon, but I would love to get together with you when you get back in town. I talk to a lot of schools and talk to a lot of kids about this subject. I would love to get you involved and uh, get your message out there with with me. Let's talk about, too, so DJ Phoenix, You, I'm, I'm sure you've got gigs going on in Minneapolis. Like, where can we see you? How can we get connected with DJ Phoenix? Oh, I think we lost him. Well, oh, we, we can, l- let's put it on the website. So many yeah, 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 yeah. one, like we can go and like, I'm sure he's got a website going oh, he's on, on just and go yeah, to, just he's go everywhere. To, just go probably. to Facebook and, and. He just said he didn't want to be on Facebook. Oh. But I mean, like we, we could go there. I'm sure he's there kind of like for, yeah. Anyway, anyway. What I, a great guy. I mean, honestly, what an awesome guest to have for our first guest. Great insight into the city right now and wonderful story for himself. Like it, that's inspiring to me. Like I felt like, like I've. Well, I sort of dropped the ball. I'm like, geez, you got two degrees. I barely finished middle school. I have a couple other stories that I want to talk about. Um, oh God, just, I can't wait to hear. Well, do you know Itchy Bonds is closing? Oh, and you know you we know talked about Itchy Bonds before. I no, did know no, that. No, we didn't. And then we also have to do your fact. We didn't talk about Itchy Bonds before. Yeah, I think we did. No, we did not. Are you sure? I'm positive. Okay. Well, all right. Itchy Bonds is closing. That's horrible. I talked about how horrible. dirty Itchy Bonds was. Yeah, it was. The cockroaches. But it's... it's the it's, drug it's, dealers, it's, the cockroaches. This is this last month. And I was told they're going to build a high-rise condo there, but we'll see We'll see that. Is it going to be um, called Itchy Bonds still? No. Like, could um, they make so, a so, Japanese so did you hear about, high-rise? Did Do you, they have those? No. Oh. Did you hear about the lady in Woodbury who enslaved the nanny? Yes! Oh my you God! Did? You heard yes, okay. I did. So this is the good, I actually have been is, after the, being on this show. Okay. I've been like getting more engaged with. Okay, so this what's is going this is the craziest yeah. story. So this lady. Okay, so they're they're both Asian, 
And this lady's was... Which is good to know that there's no crossover of, right, like, Right, so they're you both know, Asian. And it's so not like a white this person This lady's family her. had employed this other Asian woman over in China as a housekeeper nanny. And they were very, they were very rich, very rich family. And they paid her, like, a lot of money. And they asked her... Hey, would you mind going to Woodbury, Minnesota? Well, they lived in China, China, no, right? No, and then she, they migrated. No, oh, no, oh. no. There was a relative, oh. and they said, "Can you? Will you go work for our?" our, our Did they say it like that? Like, aunt? will you come to Woodbury, or was yeah. it in like yeah. Mandarin? No, it was. Oh, it was probably Mandarin. <laughs> I think and it was so, in Mandarin. So she came or to, Cantonese. So she came to Woodbury, and she was pretty much enslaved, and. This is the terrible. La- the lady would make her would, would would pull her hair out and make her eat it. This and, is disgusting. And she got she got found wandering down the street with two black eyes, and the cops found her, and they in they busted Wood the whole Barry. Yeah, and now the lady's in prison. And and uh, you're complaining about what's going on in Minneapolis. This is what I don't get. <laughs> this happens in, all over. Anyway, well, we're coming back after this break yeah. and with more, and then we're gonna do fact of the week. Because Fact everyone is dying to hear about Minneapolis Fact of the Week, and I know you have something really juicy for us. So this and more. It's actually not that good. Minneapolis <laughs> 911. Got spring fever? Get out, get on, and take a scenic cruise to Belle Plaine Motorsports to start the adventure of a lifetime. All the latest speed and power that is Triumph, plus more genuine Triumph apparel, gear, parts, and accessories than any other dealer in the Twin Cities. No other bikes on the road can compare to the true Triumph. Belle Plaine Motorsports is the Twin Cities headquarters for Triumph bikes, gear, and accessories. Located off Highway 169 and Main Street, enter keyword adventure on this station's website for details. Seven Steakhouse and Sushi Bar. Open Tables Diner's Choice Award winner. Seven offers the freshest seafood and the best beef that only comes from humanely grown boutique ranches. Seven is the premier dining and entertainment venue in the Twin Cities. Friday nights, enjoy DJ Mad Mardigan spinning the best hip-hop and R&B. And on Saturday nights, dance to the best EDM and party tunes with Go 96.3, hosted by Miles the DJ in the Altar Lounge. And Modern Hip Hop with Go 95.3, hosted by Mr. Peter Parker in the Sushi Lounge. Both broadcasting live. If you want the best, it's Seven Steakhouse and sushi bar. You want great hair? Join the Evolution. Evolution Salon, the Twin Cities only Lanza Concept Salon. You want great hair? Join the Evolution. Evolution Salon has everyday styles, event cuts, color, foils, makeup services, hip, cool, and oh, so stylish. Delivered by the area's top hairstylists that will make you look like a runway model. Finish off the look with great products exclusively from Lanza. You want great hair? Join the Evolution. And experience hair culture at Lynn Lake in South Minneapolis. And we're back with Minneapolis 911. So before we went to break, me and Hesse were talking about the Asian woman in Woodbury who enslaved another Asian woman from China. Two Asian ladies, one was evil and one was good. Right, and the lady, the evil one, would pull her the, uh, the other one's hair out and make her eat it. It's gross. Like, I don't know. I and mean, she had she, when, an Asian when thing? They found her, Do we when, not know? When they like, found her, they said she had multiple broken bones. Yeah, I read that too. Up, like, her bla- pelvis was yeah, broken. Two, and she and that she worked 18 hours a day for no pay. <sighs> and and two black eyes. And who... who it's disgusting. But, but and then see, that was just the, going but on in a nice my house. Po- this yeah. is my point. 
my point is there is demonic evil people out oh, there. Oh, we're going back to the like the real soci. So, but there again, is, but they exist. They exist. They exist. And they make each other each their hair. <laughs> it's gross. Like I, I mean, I but can't really relate. Like every once in a while, like when I sleep too much like i or too hard like i get up a strand of my hair in my mouth have you, has that ever happened to you yeah and then you're just kind of like ew that's disgusting she actually well, you know, you know eat, like lot, mounds of her well, hair you know there's a lot of hair in in food though. you know you know right? yeah like they use they use this filler so anyway i'm gonna my i have my fact of the week this week's not that great about i think it's good so it's juicy um, to me i don't think it's that great but um, so the very way to, way to like get everyone's expectations rising it's not good well, it's just okay. So uh, the first television station ever in Minneapolis was Channel 5, ABC. was the first one ever here. and uh, Also the first Stanley, letters of the alphabet. Stanley Hubbard, founder of KSTP Radio, uh, was one of the first broadcast foremost pioneers ever. In 1939, he purchased the first television camera available from RCA. Wow. And and he experimented his first program right here in Minneapolis. It it sounds sort of like alienish. So, so like we, experimenting. We kind of have like a little, uh, and that it's, that occurred in December seventh, nineteen forty seven, when when Jack Horner hosted a twenty five minute program. It was the first program ever broadcasted. Wow. So, Here's something interesting. Twenty five minutes is kind of where we were sitting before, and now this is our first week of doing an hour long episode. Yep. We is and our we first are going to do hour long episodes going forward, which is exciting. Yeah. So Jack Horner has nothing on us. Nothing. Nothing. And he's probably dead. And that's the fact that, well, <laughs> so he really doesn't. I'm sure he's dead. I mean, but he's probably in heaven really angry right now and making, he's going to, he, oh my God, he's going to send someone to make us eat our hair. No, he's not. Okay. Well, anyway, the whole point is, hey, like, listen, that I, was a cool fact I want to remind I want to remind everybody, they can go to our website, Minneapolis911.com. You can listen to all our past episodes. And there's some really funny good ones on there, so listen to all of them. I do. Like, they're I all, mean, they're, all of them we set today are half hours. Now we're hour format, so you can listen to them at work. In the and, car. In the car. It's so accessible. It's great. And, like, you know, I, I was and not to, like, toot our own horn here, not Jack Horner, but, like, toot our horn. I was listening to one of our episodes, and, like, I was I was laughing. And I, I think that to get the full, con- like, the full... Uh, idea of, of who we are. You should look up LA Nick. Get a look at well, Just go to, just know, go to Minneapolis, Nick, just go to Minneapolis 911. Um, um, that's yeah. my website. So Yeah. I wanted to talk about my uh, show quickly, too, before we go. Yeah, her show's um, awesome. I do Tuesday Night Comedy Showcase in Uptown Minneapolis at the Uptown VFW. It's not a normal VFW. It's a cool VFW. It's a really cool and, VFW. And um, I would like to call out our producer because last week he said he was going and he didn't. And it's a free show. <laughs> it's a free show. Who doesn't, go, no who doesn't, go, who doesn't go to a free show? And we've got like great comedians they really traveling do. and local. I, I lived and above a, the comedy store for a long time. It's a fun comedy show. So thank you. Go to it. So Tuesday Night Comedy Showcase uh, and then also... Minneapolis911.com. We'll see and we're ya. hour long, so and, and next week. Remember all our music's from Blue Felix. Give it up yeah, for Blue Felix. Great. Thank we'll you. We'll see so you guys much. next week. You've been listening to Minneapolis 911 with LA Nick and Hesley Ray. Join us and download a new show every Monday at 9 a.m. on the Tom Bernard Network and at mayorofminneapolis.com. For further information on today's and past shows, go to Minneapolis911.com. 
Minneapolis 911 post-production provided by Sharice Rushing and Zachariah Putney. This show is a Robert W. Morgan production. I'm Casey Moo. Thank you for listening to Minneapolis 911.